0: Is the Holy Spirit God to the same degree as the Father and the Son? That's the question we're discussing today on The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of The Hero of the Story, a podcast to help you explore the big story and big truths of Scripture. I'm Brian DeBosek, and with me is Aaron Armstrong. Aaron, is the Holy Spirit God to the same degree? Yes, he is. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. See, see you next time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Uh, yes. Yes, he is. But uh, but there's a lot to discuss in there in terms of how Scripture uh, displays this, and so we want to take a few minutes today, and we want yeah. to want to work through that. But
0: uh, and and again, we yeah we've had some other episodes in the Holy Spirit. Um, we've 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 mentioned this before, but we've mentioned it again now. This is really important because the Holy Spirit is probably one of the, the most misunderstood persons of the of the Trinity, clearly. But also, I mean, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit is really misunderstood. Yeah. Um, and so it's really important that we do due diligence and recognize what the Bible says about Him, um, and also why. And And so to give... We're going to look at several passages today, and we're going to do that because what we don't want to do is say, all right, well, here's one passage that affirms this, now move on. I want to show different levels, different angles where we see clearly over and over again that this is a really common teaching in Scripture, even though a lot of us aren't familiar with it. So we're going to spend some time looking at several passages. Before we get there, why don't you go ahead and read the the essential doctrine? Uh, This one's not very long, but it has a lot there that we're going to have to unpack. Sure
1: does. All right. So uh, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity, possessing the fullness of deity like the Father and the Son. His deity can can be seen in the fact that he is eternal, that he is omnipresent, the creator and giver of life, and directly identified with the triune God. So, if we had to summarize this a little more simply, it's this. The Holy Spirit is fully... God in the same way that the Father and Son are fully God.
0: yes, very important equal and again that's just again to restate it. I think a lot of people they may not say this, but their belief would be that the Holy Spirit is some way a step below mm-hmm. that he or they would actually probably think of it instead of he. <laughs> which is another area, but they would probably say, well, he's not, yeah, he's God, but he's not quite the same (laughs) way. He's the B team. Um, and he's not, he is fully God in the same way. And that's really important. So let's look at some scriptures that affirm this. So Aaron, go ahead and, and take the first one or two, however many you want to take, and then I'll pick up from there and we'll, we'll go through these.
1: Yeah. What I'll do is, uh, so I'll hit, uh, I'll hit a, a few here. Um, one is, is just an important passage that reminds us of the eternality of this of the holy spirit and so that comes from hebrews 9 13 and 14 uh which you know is talking about the you know the sufficiency of christ's sacrifice but includes the spirit in this and this is important so uh for if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a young cow sprinkled um sprinkling those who are defiled sanctify for the purification of the flesh how much more will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to god cleanse our consciousness from our consciousness from dead works so that we can serve the living god so there we go we see it right away the the text itself calls him out as eternal um, we see we see a hint of that as well, um, as well as him being the agent of creation um, in Genesis one verse two, where we see the Holy Spirit present for the first time, uh, where it says, "Now the earth was formless and empty; darkness covered the surface of the watery depths, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters." So right at the beginning of right at the beginning in Genesis one, we see. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and then we see the Holy Spirit present there. So we have two out of three members of the Trinity there. We also know, of course, looking at John one, that that the Son was there too. Um, so, uh, so all three were present at the beginning, and all were actively involved. Um, we also see in Psalm one hundred four thirty says um, when you send your breath there created. So again, it's that it's that reminder. The Spirit of God was present in creation. Is the active agent in creation.
0: And in English, we may not not see it, but breath there in the Greek is pneuma, which is also one of the ways that the Holy Spirit is described. This. Uh, uh, derivative so in the in the Greek or Hebrew or whatever it's going to be more apparent that it's probably the Holy Spirit in in mind there and again when you when you look at Genesis 1 of course the way he he, he created um, John 3 uh, Jesus encounter with Nicodemus is another important passage where we see the deity of the Holy Spirit affirmed and that he is the one who gives life and the giver of life the author of life of course um, implies creator. And so, you know, you and I, we can't give life. We we're not creator. We, we we're we've been created. Who can give life? The creator can. So the creator is God. So if the spirit is equated as one who can give life, it's equating him with being divine. So Jesus as he's talking to Nicodemus says, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born of water and the spirit, so there's this birth by the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of God whatever is born of the flesh is flesh and whatever is born of the spirit is spirit. do not be amazed that I told you that you must be born again. So in this really um, familiar passage of being born again of course leading into John 3:16, the most one of the most familiar verses there is, um, Jesus is pointing to the spirit as one who gives life. So thinking about salvation, Again, you said this before in creation, all three persons were present and active in creation. It should not surprise us that God works in unity, in harmony. And the same thing happens in salvation. All three persons play important, critical roles in salvation. All three are necessary. And one of the roles the Spirit does is He draws people and He gives life when we trust in Christ. So the giver of life. Another one uh, where we see the Spirit's deity is Psalm 139, 7 and 8, where we see He is omnipresent. He is all-present. We read there, where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. So David, as as he's processing who God is, notice that he... Uh, pinpoints the spirit. So where can I go? The spirit is everywhere. He's omnipresent. Of course, that means uh, he is divine, because only God is omnipresent. All other creatures are localized, one place at one time.
1: The last thing we want to point out, and we've we've talked about this, um, you know, even throughout all of this, but uh, two more passages: Matthew 28:19 and Second Corinthians 13:13, 13, 13, both. Directly identify the um, the Spirit as part of the Trinity. So, um, so remember so, uh, Matthew twenty eight nineteen. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Um, we also see um, see that in Jesus's baptism, where we see the Father, the Son, and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit all together in the same place at the same time. Um, when it comes to 2 Corinthians 13:13, 13, 13, we see this again with uh, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And so uh, Paul's language there is very intentionally putting all three of these th- these persons of the Trinity together um, in saying
0: all three of them. They are God,
1: <laughs> and right. all
0: equal. All right, so let's uh, let's move on. Then I think we've we've got a pretty good overview of some passages affirming the deity of the Spirit. And again, there are more. Uh, we we just kind of chose a sampling of them. Uh, but let's talk about any cautions or areas that that require some extra understanding of, of this doctrine. Um, I think one, and again, we've we've I think we've hit on what we need to say here. But just to, to clarify it again. Uh, the first one again, the, the big idea: we must recognize that the Spirit is fully God. Um, again, He is not a step down. Um, each person of the Trinity is fully God and has authority as God. Uh, you, the you name it. They now they 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 may have different roles at times. Again, as we talked about salvation, they have different roles to play in that. But it does not mean that they are any inferior to one another. All three persons fully God. We we just. You gotta latch onto that. That is an essential doctrine of the faith.
1: Absolutely, and I mean that's why we're talking about it here. Like that's the whole point of this episode is to say the Holy Spirit is God. <laughs> um, but along with that, we also have to remember that the that the Spirit doesn't act in isolation of the Father or the Son, and in fact, neither does the Father nor the Son act in isolation of the other two members of the Trinity. All three work together in concert, in cooperation. And so when we see passages affirming the Spirit's actions as, as God, um, we have to remember that that the other members of the Trinity are participating in this as well. So they are working together, um, even when they have specific individual actions yeah. within it. So... I'm 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 clarifying my use of that word participating very carefully here, because there's a very <laughs> wrong sense that 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 can be taken. Um, there is a uh, really nasty heresy, for example, um, that is called patropassionism. Um, yes that uh, suggests that the father also died on the cross which is not true Um, and then you can you can add in the spirit on that as well um, in books like the shack so um, (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: it's also called it's also called modalism yes
1: yes Patrick that's right well you know thank you for that um, we've talked about modalism before. <laughs> yes, we have. patro
0: Passion, passionism just sounds better.
1: It's true. Well, it's a specific. It's a specific heresy within that yeah, heresy. It is.
0: So, Wait, then, yeah,
1: because not all modalists. A subset are of modalism.
0: <laughs> no,
1: it's a very specific type. So, anyway, there you go. <laughs> so there but, we go. Hey, let's just
0: avoid all heresy. Let's that's, just not be heretics at all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to any just, degree. That's
1: just a good. That's just a good caution in general. Is is heresy bad? Uh, that's the rule of heresy thumb. Heresy bad.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. All right, let's talk about what difference this should make, other than keeping us from being heretics. Um, the, the first one again, this it provides us a fuller understanding of God. And uh, again, you can say, "All right, well, yeah, it's important that we see the Holy Spirit as God, but why are you guys nerding out about this? Come on, it just move on with it. This should have been a two-minute episode. Why are you guys going in, into depth? Well, it provides us fuller understanding of God. If you know, if we focus just on the Father's character and works and the Son's character and works, as we should. But just on those, at the exclusion of the Spirit, we have an incomplete understanding of redemptive history. We have a, an incomplete understanding of how God works in us and through us. Um, and so we need to study the Holy Spirit, who He is, and what He's done. Here, Here's the thing. We, we have a triunity, not a biunity, or not even a biunity plus, again, as if the Holy Spirit is some kind of God, but sub-God in some way. No, it's a bonus trinity, add-on. triunity. Exactly, bonus add-on. Um, it's a trinity, so it's important. If if we believe it's important to know who the Father is, then we need to understand who the, who the Spirit is. Uh, and so for us to know God requires for us to know the Spirit. Yes. So it's important.
1: Yes, and, you know, can't go without saying one more time, when we when we talk about the trinity... All three are persons, and we're going to be talking about that actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next time we talk about a doctrine, we're going to be talking about the person, the personality, or the personhood of the Holy Spirit. Oh. But before we get there, um, the other, the other good news that um, the deity of the Holy Spirit reminds us of is, is that, um, is that we have someone who is with us, who is ministering to us in many different ways, and so we talked about this in a, in large degree uh, in our last episode, where we we walked through the the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of the Christian, and so how. The, the Holy Spirit helps us to understand the Bible. He comforts us, He teaches us, He guides us, He gives us life, He empowers us for mission and he prays for us um, and, and all of these things that he does. Um, and so when we realize this, when we recognize that this isn't this isn't a sub um, you know, a helper from God in, in the sense of a created being, But that it's God himself who is helping us by giving us his spirit, the third member of the Trinity living within all who all who believe in Jesus. Um, We can trust if that helps us to trust in him to yield to his power and authority. And and it's just such good news for all of us.
0: Yeah, that is good place to end there, Aaron. Thank you for uh, having this conversation with me. And uh, again, anytime we can affirm the deity of the Holy Spirit is a good time. So thanks for helping to do that today. Uh, I hope that you have enjoyed listening to today's episode. If you have, please do leave a sincere five-star rating and review on Apple podcast or whatever platform you use to listen to the show. And for more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.